Coming up on today's Locked On Angels, the Halos have a problem right now. It's in the broadcast booth. We got to talk about it. Let's do it right now on Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day every single day. I'm your host, Steve Granado. You can shoot me a follow over on Twitter at Steve Granado, G-R-A-N-A-D-O. And of course, our Locked On account is at Locked On Angels. So some news came out uh, regarding the Angels on Tuesday, January the 4th. So first news of the year. And it's honestly not great news right now. This is coming from Sam Blum of The Athletic. Uh, an article titled more change coming to the angels booth broadcaster, rich Waltz not brought back for this 2022 season. He goes on to say for the third time in less than a year, the angels will be looking for a play-by-play broadcaster, rich Waltz, who called the angels games on Bally sports during the second half of the 2021 season told the athletic. He was informed that he would not be brought back in 2022. It continues to have some quotes here quote from rich saying, look, I'm really proud of my work. I'm really happy with the way it went. Uh, I have no regrets. I'm disappointed. It was just three months, but I'm thankful for the opportunity, and I had a great time, and I'm hopeful there's a team out there that needs a voice. Uh, And then it says, the Angels declined to comment while Bally Sports did not respond to a request for comment. So again, that's coming from Sam Blum of The Athletic talking about it there. Um, We do have a little bit more later on in the article. Sam went on to say, Waltz said he was notified by Bally Sports early in December that he was not a candidate for the job going forward. It is unclear if that decision came from the Angels or Bally Sports. He stressed that the team and network treated him well during his time and is rooting for their success in the future. Rich went on to say, I hope they find what they're looking for because I think Angels fans deserve it. It's a great fan base. It was fun to be a part of it. So uh, another one by it's the dust here, kinda. Uh, it's a bummer, man. I, I'm, I'm. When Rich took over for the secondary spot for Darren, right? Darren was let go um, three months into the season. I felt like it was a little odd. I was not a part of the show at the time, so I didn't get to voice my opinion about it. Um, I did not host Lockdown Angels yet. Um, but look, I'm not going to sit here. And I've talked about this on the show. I don't think Darren was the greatest broadcaster in the history of baseball or anything like that, but I didn't think he was bad. I liked him. I thought he was a nice guy. Everything, you know, he, he, he had fun on the air. He, he meshed pretty well with Gooby. Um, was he Victor Rojas from the get go? No, but I mean, not, not everyone's going to live up to those expectations. Right? So I didn't have a true problem with Darren Sutton at all. I thought he was a cool guy. Um, but when when Rich took over for him, I was pretty excited because I really liked Rich Waltz when he was in Miami. He was with Miami for over a decade. I, I really liked him. I always admired him from afar. I didn't watch a ton of Marlins games, obviously, being an Angels fan, but I always liked him. Um, and I always thought he did a pretty good job there. And I thought he was doing a pretty good job in Anaheim as well, even though it was only three months right with the team. And, and it's hard um, to to get a good flow, especially middle of the season coming on, finding a new job midseason, finding storylines and stuff like that, and meshing with a new crew and a new broadcast team. It's a lot of work, and I thought Rich handled it pretty darn good. Um, and it seemed like he wanted to come back, 
right? It seemed like it was possible that he was coming back. And hey, I don't know everything about the situation. This just happened. But it also seemed like maybe Rich kind of anticipated coming back in 2022. I had no idea outside looking in that the Angels were going to change their mojo into 2022. I don't know what the contract status was. There's a whole bunch of layers to this, right? But I, I didn't know. Again, it, it seemed like it would have been Vaskersian and Waltz in 2022. I didn't think anything else of that. I didn't think the Angels were going to go through another search. Um, they put out a public call last year, weirdly enough. Um, I'll talk about this a little later, but I'm personally a broadcaster as well. So I saw that job opening last year once Victor announced that he was going to double A ball to be a, a GM. So I don't. I didn't think at all that the Angels were going to go, all right, let's go through that whole hiring process again because that hiring process is grueling, taxing. You get a million submissions. It's kind of a mess, honestly, how long it takes to get through a candidate pool. So it seemed interesting that uh, that they're getting rid of Rich Waltz. Um, and I feel like having Vaskersian in the booth and Waltz filling in for him would have been a pretty good mix. I like both of them. I'm a big Vaskersian fan. And again, I liked what Rich Waltz was doing. And, and I think what we're getting at here is we're going to talk about this throughout this show. But it's really important for a team, especially at the major league level, to establish a relationship with the fan base. Right? You think of the greats and the greatest of the greats is Vince Scully, right? Fan base loved him. Everybody loves Vin, right? So having that camaraderie with your fan base between a broadcaster and the team is just absolutely crucial to the fan experience. We talk about the fan experience a lot here. That's what this whole show is. That's why I always include your thoughts on the show, right? It's extremely crucial because baseball is a community. Sports are a community. And that is how we identify a lot, right? I'm sure you as a person, when you even just in your Twitter Twitter bio, it probably says Angels fan or a, your pictures with the Angels or something, right? You identify yourself as a person around this team and this sport. And a big part of that is who is telling you about that team. And for a long time recently, it was Victor Rojas, right? And Victor and Gooby, while not perfect especially at the beginning, really started to shine towards the end there. The last couple years of Victor and Gooby were really, really good. Somewhere around 2016, 2017, Victor and Gooby really figured it out and turned into one of my favorite broadcasting duos in all of Major League Baseball. And that's not just because I watched the Angels and I'm a fan of them, but it was because legitimately I admired what they did as a team. They did a great job of mixing information that was pertinent for a broadcast and also that was just entertaining and they let their personalities start to shine on the air and that's what I loved about that duo so much so when Victor announced he was leaving personally it, it felt like a gut punch for me because I was going man I was really starting to really like Victor Rojas I was really starting to enjoy his broadcast a lot a lot and then he announced and again you know or not again but I've talked about this on the show life gets in the way of things and you know he felt like it was time to go and hey man all the respect in the world i i've talked to victor before on multiple occasions and he's a great guy and um and i know that decision was not easy for him um but we still got gooby which is great 
right? And and Gooby is carrying that tradition and carrying that flavor. And it's just year on year, Gooby just keeps getting better and better. And he is more and more entertaining and more and more informative. I've learned so much from Mark Gubiza. And and I think the Angels, it's just time for them to figure this out. Yes, it hasn't been a ton of time since Victor left. We've only had one season without him since he took over um, back in 2010. But this is the time where you really need to figure it out. And, and I hope we're not talking about this at the end of 2022 again. We're going, uh-oh, now it's time because the new guy didn't work out. Or halfway through the season, they had to get rid of him. or Like, whatever the case may be, the Angels got to figure it out. Now, this is the time for the Angels to figure out their broadcasting situation. Yes, it's now with Valley Sports, so they're going to have a say in it. The team is going to have a say in it, but you got to establish that relationship with your audience. That's what Victor and Gooby did so good, especially towards the end, that in a couple of years' time, right, it took them about five years for them to really feel like, at least for me personally, where I was like, man, these are my guys. And so it's going to take a few years to build that rapport, so work on it now. You find the right mix now. So in five years time, we, the fans, have a relationship with the broadcasters. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy, ugh, I hate those. They taste like chemicals, ugh, I can't stand them. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring, right? By like the third week of January, you're already thinking, ugh, this is just not worth it. I want chocolate. Ah, guess what? Built Bars got chocolate. What else do they got? Only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. That's like a whole like meal right there uh, of protein. It's great. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. And there's so many flavors to choose from. I got an offer for you. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Locked 15 at built.com for 15% off your order. Back here on Locked on Angels, we're talking about the broadcasting situation. I wanted to go a little bit into the history of it um, and talk about my personal experience. Just a little bit. I'm not going to bore you with too many details. Um, but this is this is going to give some good insight to how these situations work and how it is as a broadcaster. Um, so I've been doing it for about seven years now, a little over seven years. And the one thing that I've noticed is, and maybe this isn't breaking the mold or breaking your brain or anything, it takes a while to get into a groove with a new team. I've switched teams times and times again. I've been in minor league baseball, I've been done college baseball, done high school baseball. So I, I kind of like bounced around and, and personally from experience, it takes a little bit of time, especially when you're jumping into a new team, especially like Rich did midway through the season. It, it, it takes time. Um, it, it takes time to understand the team. The culture, the fan base, the ballpark, the history, the travel, like there is so many factors at play um, to become a good, if not a great broadcaster. So typically, broadcasters get better as time goes on. So personally, I've been calling the same high school here in Southern California uh, at J. Sarah High School down in Orange County. So personally, I feel like I have not only improved as a broadcaster in those four years going on my fifth season, but 
Also, you learn more about the team, you gain more knowledge, you understand the culture more, and just it just gets better as time. It's like aging like a fine wine. So that's why I was so excited for Vaskersion, and, and still am so excited for Vaskersion, because I feel like we didn't really get Matt Vaskersion in 2021. He didn't do as many games as we anticipated. He didn't really feel like the lead of the broadcast team, and he was calling a lot of games remotely. That seems to potentially, hopefully, be changing in 2022. Seems like he's going to be taking a bigger role because he left ESPN. Seems like he's going to be calling more games. And hopefully he gets to do more in person because that just changes the entire process. It changes everything when a broadcaster is in person. So I cannot personally wait for Matt Vaskersian in 2022. So as broadcasters get more and more time with the team, they get better, right? And the perfect example, again, Victor Rojas, right? Got better as time went on. Mark Gubiza, great example. Time goes on, he learns more, he gets better, he learns how to tell fans what they need to know. And that's the case across the board. And the Angels have been like super lucky for broadcasters over the years, right? So right now, Matt Vaskersian, I, I again, really, really, really like. Before him, Victor Rojas, loved him. Before him, Steve Fiziak, Rex Hudler. I know that some people didn't love that team. I've heard it over on Twitter. But for me personally, Fiziak and Hudler were kind of like the guys I really started listening to as I was aging. So, yes, that has a little bit of nostalgia tied for it me personally. But overall, Fiziak and Hudler, I, I did really like them. Of course, the man, the myth, the one of the greatest the Angels have ever had, Roy Marcus. I loved Roy Marcus. He was my, the voice of my childhood, listen to him in the radio, my dad's crappy old radio in his truck, listening to Rory Marcus on the radio. I loved Rory. I, I still love Rory. I still think about Rory all the time. And personally, again, as a broadcaster, I think of how Rory put his energy into the game and his love for a team and his just really stood as a voice for the fans. And that's what I like to model my game personally after is Rory Marcus. You look back even further, we have Ford C. Frick Hall of Famers in Angels history, Dick Emberg, and even Jerry uh, Jerry Coleman, who did it back in 70 and 71. So Emberg, Coleman, obviously they went on to do bigger and better things out in San Diego, but the Angels history is just filled with just great broadcasters. And, and again, it's time the Angels really figured out if they can make Vat Vaskersian the main guy truly in a real sense moving forward. And then obviously when he has to do national stuff, MLB Network and things like that, then then have the fill in. And even if the fill in, quote unquote, or the backup or however you want to see it is a B, B plus level, that's just going to be. Probably the best case scenario, right? There are tons of great broadcasters in baseball um, and the history over the years in Angel Stadium and, and the Angel Stadium broadcast booth is just rich, is extremely rich. And I'm excited to see who they end up bringing in. And hopefully that one ends up sticking and that broadcast team gives us another 10 great years of Angels broadcasting history. Let me know in the comments here on YouTube or send me a tweet at Locked on Angels. Who are some of your favorite Angels broadcasters in history? In just a second, we're going to take a look at potential candidates that might fill the secondary role. Some of my personal favorites. We're going to look in-house to see what the Angels might be looking at. That's all coming up here in just a second. This 
This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the ups, uh, website or your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus. Basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of the all new amazing offers available. Bet online, where the game starts. Back here on Locked On Angels, we're going to talk about some potential uh, people that can take over the second broadcaster position with the Halos. This is coming again here from that same Sam Blum article. It'll be linked down below if you want to read the whole thing. It is a paid article. It's The Athletic. Um, Sam said later on in the article, the Angels will continue to search for stability in the booth after a longtime play-by-play man. Victor Rojas left into early 2021, become the GM of that double-A team. Per a club source, Bally Sports is in the process of making recommendations on a replacement for Waltz. So they have some time, obviously. Season's not too close. We're still a couple of months away um, from one, pitchers and catchers, two, actual spring games, um, and three, the actual start of the season. We're still about four months away um, from the actual start of baseball season, if that ends up being the case, obviously, with the lockout going on right now. Um, But I wanted to look at some of the in-house options that the Angels have right now. Before we go on the Major League side, let's look at the Minor League side. If this is the case they want to go with again last time, uh, last offseason when they were looking for a replacement for Victor, they opened it up publicly. Um, I didn't throw my hat in the ring. I knew I wasn't qualified. I wasn't reaching the qualified uh, standards. If you want me to be the playmaker, man, let me know in the comments. Um, But um, yeah, the uh, they opened it up last year. I don't know what the case is going to be. Again, it looks like they are making recommendations from Bally Sports. We'll see how it all shakes out if they end up opening it up. Um, here uh, are some of the in-house options. And honestly, the Angels are, again, rich in talent in the minor league system as well. Up at AAA with Salt Lake, Steve Klauke. He is incredible. He's actually filled in uh, already at the major league level. I really like Klauke. He has been with the Salt Lake Bees forever. Ever and he's really, really good. Um, I don't know if he personally would come out to Anaheim, moving all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of things at play. I'm not going to try and put words in these people's mouths. Um, Steve Klauke, great option. New guy, Josh Carey. He is the quote unquote newest um, with the Angels. Um, he is at the Double A Rocket City Trash Pandas. Just had his first season. He's done some TV stuff as well. Um, has done some like stuff from the stadium, and again, just did his first year with Rocket City. And uh, by all accounts, it went really, really well. So again, we've had all these guys on the show before as well. They're all really great dudes. Um, Chris King, High A, um, out in Pasco, Washington. I've known Chris King since 2016. He's a great guy. One of the nicest guys in the industry. Um, and, and is really good at what he does as well. He has been with Pasco for a few years. He does Idaho basketball as well. Um, I, I really like Chris King. And of course, down at low A, he is one of the senior most tenured as well. He's the second uh, longest tenured broadcaster in the Angels system behind Steve Klauke. It's another Steve. Steve Went. Oh, man, I, I can't say more good things about Steve Went. I've known him since 2015 when I first started in baseball. Um, Steve Went is great. He has been a great broadcaster in the Inland Empire for the 66ers for years and years and years. He also does UC Santa Barbara uh, basketball. Steve Wentz, great. 
Um, I would love personally if Steve Went ended up getting a role up in Anaheim. That's a massive leap. But uh, Steve Went's a good friend of mine. Um, again, he has been on the show, and I can't say more good things about Steve. And of course, Steve Clowkey. I think those are like kind of the top two personally. Um, Clowkey again, just with the seasoned veteran status that he has, um, it would be really cool to see him shine in Anaheim. Um, inside the system at the my, uh, major league level that are already working for Bally Sports West, um, don't or Bally Sports West and AM eight. 30. Don't know if these are kind of what the Angels would be going for. Of course, Patrick O'Neill did fill in at the major league level a couple of times this past season. No knock on Patrick, but he's he's just a, a, a much better uh, pre and post kind of guy, reporter kind of guy. He does it for the Kings, of course. Um, so I think that he fits better in that role. Terry Smith, um, he's been with, he's been a little bit on TV. We know he does the spring training games on TV as well when he does the simulcast on AMA 30. Terry's been here forever. Um, he's, you know, was the number two for Rory Marcus. Don't know if that's the direction they would go in either. Jose Moda, I, I like him so much better as a color guy and on the field reporter. I think Jose did a great job this year as a field reporter. And I would really like him to stay in that role. And of course, the youngest of the bunch, Trent Rush, has been on AM830 doing pre and post kind of stuff, um, has done a couple of play by plays. Um, I know that he does UC Irvine basketball and he does a couple of uh, college ba- baseball as well. Trent has been doing it for a couple of years now with AM830 um, and does have an extensive record behind that um, in the Orange County, LA area. Um, I've talked to Trent on a couple of occasions. Um, I got to imagine he would want after want to go after this job as well. So uh, anyone would obviously take this job if the price was right and the situation was right. I don't know the details of what Bally Sports and the Angels are looking for for this number two uh, broadcaster position, the, the backup broadcaster, if you will. Um, but a major league job is always going to be enticing. So you never know who's going to actually end up taking this job um, once it all goes final. Again, we still have a couple of months. Don't expect anything super, super soon. At least personally, that's how I feel about it. Some of my favorites in baseball right now, and I don't think any of these guys, honestly, would really even take it because um, most of them honestly have a number one position. Uh, one of my favorites right now is Don Orsillo. He is the number one TV broadcaster, Bally Sports San Diego down in for the San Diego Padres. No chance he would take this job. He's the number one there. Um, Len Casper just took a job with the Chicago White Sox. He was a longtime uh, TV voice for the Cubs. Went over to the radio side to do Chicago White Sox. I love Len Casper. No chance he's taking it here. Joe Davis, number one over on Spectrum for the Dodgers. Joe Davis is one of my favorites in all of sports. Nope, he's not coming. Um, Dave Sims with the Seattle Mariners. I love Dave Sims. Again, love all these guys. These are all some of my favorite broadcasters in baseball, but Dave Sims, don't think he would come. Um, Rob Ford, he is the radio broadcaster for the Houston Astros. He's been there for a while. Highly unlikely he ends up taking it. Um, and I really like this duo of Ken Korach and Vince Catronia over in Oakland. Um, doubt it. I would doubt that they either one of them would come over for a TV number two because they're the regulars over there. Um, but I love Ken Korach and Vince Catronio. I mean, I could dream all day long to build a broadcast team in Anaheim. Probably not going to happen. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I, I think maybe my favorites of all of these guys is probably Joe Davis right now. Don Orsillo is one of them up there as well. I really loved what he's done in San Diego and has really shined. Um, but I just don't think any of these guys are actually going to come over. If you had a chance to build your dream broadcast team, let me know in the comments down below here on YouTube or, of course, at Locked on Angels. Who would you want to fill this Rich Waltz hole? I mean, Rich, if you're watching, man, 
I, I really enjoyed your work. I hope you land on your feet. I hope you find a number one gig somewhere. That's what you deserve. You're a very talented broadcaster, and I hope that that ends up happening for you wherever the case may be. We will miss you. We love Jan Anaheim, uh, and I wish we could have you back, man. Um, but, man, sometimes it just doesn't work out. So best of luck to him and whoever ends up getting the number two broadcaster play-by-play role on Bally Sports West, man. I, I'm excited to see who it's going to be, and I hope that uh, we can welcome them in with open arms again. And I am history. Very rich as far as broadcasters are concerned. Let me know who you would want at Locked on Angels at Steve Granado. Um, of course, you can vol- call our voicemail line. Let me know how you feel about this. Are, are you bummed out about this Rich Waltz news? Give me a phone call, 714-409-6396, 714-409-6396. Check out my other podcasts. They are linked in the episode description, Movies I Should Have Watched, and Our Game. I want to thank you for making Locked on Angels your first listen of the day. For your second, check out Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs locked on bets hosted by your boy q with expert analysis from lee sterling all right guys that's going to do it for us in today's episode of locked on angels we are three times a week monday wednesday friday of angels baseball coverage we will talk to you on friday until then i'm steve granado later later